relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. If you like America first, then check out our separate podcast, The Battle for 1600, with my former White House colleague, Boris Epstein. Every week, we give you the inside, in-depth analysis of what's really going on. The Battle for 1600. Subscribe today. A Democrat in the White House, a split Senate, Nancy Pelosi holding the House hostage. What do we do now? The only thing we can, fight. This is Rebuilding the Right, presented by the Salem Radio Network, hosted by Dr. Sebastian Gorka and featuring Mike Gallagher and Charlie Kirk. Dear listeners and viewers, it is a man who just raked me over the coals for not wearing green today. But I don't mind, because he is the dean of our profession, the faculty here at Salem. From me in the middle to our newest colleague, Charlie Kirk, that we all look up to, the legendary Mike Gallagher. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Mike. That was you singing, wasn't it? It is. I recorded that a few years ago, and I cannot believe a devious, nefarious (laughs) staff member of mine must have gotten that to your team to embarrass me like that on the Sebastian Gorka America First Radio Show. Charlie, on on behalf of everybody here, I'm embarrassed, and I'm sorry that you had to suffer through any of that. (laughs) No names, no pack drills. Happy St. Patrick's Day to to both of you. Um, This is Rebuilding the Right. We do this every Wednesday for an hour. It's a lot of fun. It's a little bit like herding cats for me, but I love hanging out with my Salem buddies. Charlie Kirk, of course, the founder of the incredible Turning Point USA. And Mike, who's been in the business how long, Mike? 100 years. 100 years. years. He started started before Marconi invented the radio. I I told Marconi Marconi how to do it. I said, this is what you connect in order to make radio. I'm going to sing again if you don't make that radio. Okay, get busy now. All right, let's um, let, let's let's get serious. We we are committed to this nation, this republic, and we want to make sure that the conservative movement that loves the founding principles is as healthy as possible. Let's start with it's it's in the news. It's one of the biggest stories of the week, and the man who was the target of it originally was on Fox News talking about what the Washington Post did to him. So let's begin with a little cut from my old boss, President Trump. 
Uh, let's go to video cut three. This is with the great Maria Bartiromo. Play cut. One thing I will say, the Washington Post did a correction. A lot of pressure was put on them, but they did a correction because they realized what they did was wrong. So now you have to find out, was it the Washington Post fault or the people that run the elections in Georgia? Because the people that run the elections in Georgia, they have to be looked at, whether it was the secretary of state or, frankly, the governor of the state. Uh, Things went on there between the presidential election, which I can tell you about, or uh, you look at the two Senate elections. That, That is such a shame. That happened. That happened. Everything that you've been talking about on your show today is affected by those two seats. Those two seats are devastating that we lost. So that was the president commenting on the story that blew this week that the Washington Post report based on one source that Donald Trump had told the chief election investigator in Georgia, find those 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 missing votes and you'll be a national hero. Turns out that call was recorded. It was all a lie. The president was being, I think, incredibly gracious and magnanimous to say, well, you know, it may be not the Washington Post's fault. We saw the media pick it up and run with it and confer- confirm it for weeks after that. Mike, um, is this is this the last nail in the coffin of credibility for the Washington Post, or is this just just another example of who they are? Uh, the mainstream media has been DOA for for a long, long time. I think President Trump was probably shocked that they ever retracted or corrected it. You know, because so often these things just sort of fade away into the sunset. There's never any any uh, any uh, repair of it. And this time they had to kind of fall on the sword because, and of course, as the kids say, they had the receipts. They found the tape and they found the audio tape and the president never said that. He never said, find the votes. He never said, you'll be a hero. And they had to admit that because they were forced to. But I I really have a prayer and a hope in in, in my heart that there will be such an awakening of the American people to finally see not only the corruption in the news media, which is as plain as, as, as day, but also be aware of all that we're up against. We see this surge on the border. We see the disastrous uh, Biden policies and what that's leading to. I've gotten frantic calls from friends and family in Dallas saying, my gosh, they're going to have 3,000 young men housed at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center and they say 90 days, it'll be way beyond 90 days. So all of these disasters the American people are now having to confront with, we realize the consequence of, of Biden in the White House, and I pray that Americans will now have their eyes wide open and, and realize that the, the fight in many ways, as you say all the time, Seb, is just beginning. Charlie, is is this something special? Is this a watershed moment, this correction, which should have been a retraction? Or is this just par for the course when it comes to the legacy media? No, I, I don't think it's anything different than what we've grown accustomed to. Unfortunately, it's not getting much coverage outside of conservative circles, which is still very significant. I'm not surprised by this. I mean, they made up the Covington scandal. They made up the Justice Smollett scandal. Uh, their coverage of uh, Donald Trump and the Russian collusion hoax was uh, very much the same sort of reporting, which was unsourced reporting. And the question should be, why did the Washington Post decide to give this person anonymity? Why did they? Usually that's for high level whistleblowers. They shouldn't have wrote the story if you weren't able to say where it was coming from. But the biggest frustration of mine and Mike would agree with this because Mike spent time in Georgia uh, trying to you know, get the two Georgia senators across the finish line is that the two races were probably impacted by this. Uh, Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. 
And this is just another example of election interference. I mean, the way we do elections in this country is very flawed from the ballot signature requests. And I could get into the details of that. But just from the external uh, sort of um, organizations or uh, entities that are now finding their ways to impact elections, it's as if an election now is just whoever has the most outside influence as possible to try to retake the narrative. And I can't help but think how many hundreds of thousands of people might have voted differently if the truth of this story actually came out, which was right before the Georgia runoff. And guys, and guys, if I may, don't limit it to the Washington Post. I played a montage repeatedly this week of all the media, all the legacy media, repeating this over, 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 over again. This is what Trump said. This is what he said. But, but hang on, Mike, Mike, Mike. I, I know the montage. It, it wasn't just this is what he said. The other legacy media said we have confirmed, confirmed the story it. which right. is impossible because it didn't right. happen mike it didn't happen that's a, it was a lie they repeated a lie and incidentally charlie makes a great point anonymous source well who is it now that we know that it was refuted who said it who and, and we'll never i guarantee you we'll never know so you were there as charlie says uh, on the ground you, you don't have to give names or, or what have you but do you see a, a GOP? This is about rebuilding the right. That's the theme of our hour every Wednesday. Yep. Are they capable? Are the people on the ground who are running these campaigns, the people you are trying to help as a conservative who loves America, were they well, fit for purpose? Let me share a story and pull the curtain back. Uh, David Perdue came on when, and as Charlie pointed out, we, we drove to Georgia to fight for these two candidates. We couldn't get the time of day from Kelly Leffler, for what it's worth. She wouldn't give us two minutes on the air. And here we are fighting for her, fighting for, for Senator Perdue, and, and her folks that advised her said, don't do. And I heard this about a lot of conservatives conservative media. She wouldn't do a lot of conservative shows. So that's part of the problem. You know, we don't exactly, we didn't exactly have stellar candidates. On the other hand, we needed those two Republicans or one of them to win. And now we're facing the mess that we're in. Yes, I think we're capable. I think Republicans in Georgia and beyond are capable, Seb, but Americans have to have their eyes wide open. We can't be passive. We can't sit back. We can't stay home. And we must not be defeated by the pessimism that I hear from too many people. Oh, why do I bother to vote again in 2022 or beyond? You must. You have to. I get it. I understand the cynicism. But that's that's music to the Democrats' ears. We can't we can't be, be be we can't fall to that. I've been getting a lot of these DMs messages. We have a Patriot Mobile text line here, Charlie. Uh, how many people are, are telling you that that's it? I've had enough. I give up, and I, I've despaired of the whole thing. I mean, a significant amount, and and we got the same sort of feedback uh, back in 2016, not 2012, after Romney. Uh, one, it's natural when we lose for people to kind of have this kind of response. What makes this different, though, is that people are very they're not trusting the whole apparatus of how we're actually electing our leaders. And that's why Georgia has to make some very significant changes. to actually how elections are done. I think some of that is going to be fixed over time in the sense where I think people are going to say, you know what? Not every single election system in the country is completely broken, like in Florida, for example. Uh, Florida conducted their elections correctly and above board, and you saw the result. They had their results by 930 Eastern, and Trump won by 400,000 votes. Um, But look, there's a lot more to that. I know that we're probably up against a breakdown. I want to explore, especially with Georgia and Arizona. But we're here to discuss exactly these issues. It can be done. Florida has shown us the way. We'll be back with Mike Gallagher and Charlie Kirk here on America First.
They might have the White House, but we have the radio waves. This is Rebuilding the Right on the Salem Radio Network. Cancel culture. Do you have to just worry about it, be a potential victim, or can you push back? Let me give you a suggestion. There's a great American, a great patriot, a truth teller. His name is Michael Lindell, and he supports Salem and this show, and we are very grateful to him. 25 American companies, corporations, are boycotting his MyPillow products right now because he loves his country. Send the fascistic cancel culture leftists a message. Go straight to his website. Order one of his more than 100 incredible U.S.-made products today. And if you use my name, you're going to get more than 60% off. Please support Mike Lindell today and send a message to the radical left. MyPillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A. You can call them on 800-829-8468. That's 800 800- 829-8468-MyPillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A. Words matter. How you use words and which word you use uh, to describe a phenomena matters. The administration refuses to use the phrase crisis to describe what is happening on the southern border, and uh, they have a very strange logic. This is the Secretary of Homeland Security talking about his job. Video cut 11. The prior administration dismantled our nation's immigration system in its entirety. Um, When I started 27 days ago, I learned that we did not have uh, the facilities available or equipped uh, to administer the humanitarian laws that our Congress passed years ago. We did not have the personnel, policies, procedures, or training to administer those laws. Um, Quite frankly, the entire system was gutted. How is securing the border, Charlie? We're talking to Charlie Kirk, founder of Turning Point USA, and Mike Gallagher. Uh, Charlie, how is securing the border and building a wall gutting the immigration system? Well, it isn't, but I think you bring up a really important point Uh, Dr. Gorka, which is why won't they call it a crisis? They call everything else a crisis that isn't a crisis. They say climate change is an environmental crisis. They say the pandemic is a crisis. They say we have a racial justice crisis. Well, because in all those other cases, they want something to be a crisis to give them the power to solve something that doesn't actually exist. But in this particular instance, if they call it a crisis, they don't actually want to have more troops on the border or to have more um, a stronger uh, wall or whatever you want to call it, border barrier. And the point is this, is, and I hate to be this cynical about it, they do want a free flow of illegals coming into America. I've, I didn't, I've not come at that conclusion lightly. Uh, they have an entire party that is built on the belief that eventually, if they keep the borders wide open, they can remake America in their image and they'll have the entire country become California. They do not want a secure southern border. They don't. And the fact they won't call it a crisis is telling because they have now trained people to almost as if it's a it's a whistle of obedience. As soon as we call something a crisis, then we get all this funding and all this support. This is the one thing they actually don't want funding or support for. Mike Gallagher, the I had an epiphany this morning that when they say they inherited a broken system, 
They mean it because for them, a system that doesn't allow unfettered access for illegal immigrants is broken. They don't want to have the border function. They want it to be porous. Is it that simple? Is it that cynical? It's every bit that simple. This is black and white. First of all, it's such an insult to the thousands and thousands of people who, under the Trump administration, worked the immigration system to say that it was completely gutted. That sure is news to all the people at ICE. That sure is news to all the Border Patrol officers and all the personnel who were doing their best to deal with this, with, with, with thousands and thousands of people who want to enter the country illegally. There's such a, a, uh, a condescending attitude uh, and a dismissal of people who believe in the rule of law, who, of people who believe in a secure border, who believe in our nation's and, and its sovereignty, um, it, it's stunning. And Charlie is so right. Biden will say over and over again that climate change is a true crisis. But the, the, the kids that are having to take turns sleeping on the floor who get, get to shower once every four days because they, and then they sunshine because that's the only ch- chance you can see daylight. That's not a crisis. Not 3,015 to 17 year old young men in Dallas. That's not a challenge at the convention center or crisis rather. But, but climate change. Now we're talking Armageddon stuff. The, the, the disconnect of the left and, and Democrats with the American people is stunning to me. They're so out of touch, they don't even know it. It's, it's, it's embarrassing to realize they have no self-awareness. We've been waiting for a long moment on the right for that Sputnik uh, moment when, when, when people wake up and say, oh my gosh, we have a real problem. Charlie, I believe, tell me if you agree or if you think it's something else, that the real border crisis, the children being abused, the women being raped, and the transgender issue being ram down the throats of Americans, this could be, in a good sense, the triggering moment where people who are apolitical say, hang on, this is just nuts. Do you agree that this could be the moment? I I hope so. I think that we had everything be so political in the year 2020. What we are seeing, we're seeing it reflected in web traffic on both conservative and liberal sites. Uh, It's just down a little bit. I mean, our, our listenership is very strong. Both your shows are doing very well. Uh, however, generally, there's just kind of a people are over the politics thing, and that's not how this works. And that's actually how the Democrats and the liberals are counting on taking over the country. I call this the lullaby presidency. They want you to go to sleep while they plunder the country. And it, it just because the president doesn't say anything and because he's not out front does not mean that the threat is not is not real and it's not it's not immediate. And so... Look, I hope you're right. I'm of the. I talked about this with Alex Marlowe yesterday, who's phenomenal. I said in the next 30 to 60 days, there will be a Rick Santelli moment when Rick Santelli famously screamed from the Chicago Board of Trade, uh, "Stop making me pay for somebody else's mortgage," and that just kind of started the Tea Party Party. movement that was already in motion. That's going to happen, and we don't know what it is. It could be a speech. It can be a moment. It can be something. That's really an awful thing that turns into a, a positive thing. We don't know. And we've seen this manifest itself over the last couple of decades. But I, there's too much pent up frustration. And there's a lot of people asleep right now. And I get it. I, I wish I could take a couple months off and be like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't. That's not the way this works. This is the most consequential couple months because they're trying to radically re- redefine the country. And an active conservative base is more important now than ever. 
We've got 30 seconds left, Mike. Um, we, we are, I love this phrase, the, the lullaby presidents of Biden from Charlie. Are you see, you're, you're a warrior three hours a day on your show. Are you seeing signs that the apolitical or the people who are fatigued are saying, hang on, this is just crazy? Every day I get a call. I get calls from people who say just that, just what Charlie said. And, you know, Biden's strategy, I've been amused at all the indignation that Biden isn't holding a press conference. And his first one is going to be, well, of course he's not. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to emerge from the White House and answer questions. He's doing just what they did in the campaign. More and more people are coming to the party, guys. We're going we're gonna to take this country back, and it's going to continue to... to, to Don't despair. Exciting times. I love a good fight. Media Matters, calm down. Follow this man, Charlie Kirk, 11, uh, Turning Point USA, Radio Talker Mike. We'll be back with these two warriors after these messages. Don't touch that dial. Do you ever feel the urge to push back against the leftist mainstream media narrative of cops being your enemy? If you know and love an officer, or just in general support our American law enforcement as an institution, you've probably had that sentiment bubble up inside of you. I want to share with you a very special and very stylish new way to show that you have the back of the police. Egard Watch's CEO, Ilan, is an unapologetic supporter of police and is taking a very strong stance amidst this defund police movement to speak out against negative rhetoric. He designed a commemorative police watch that is beautiful. I noticed special details like the engraving and the quote on the back. Ilan shared with me that in consulting with officers on the watch design, they asked him for an image of St. Michael on the piece. Egard Watches gives away 15% of all sales from this model to police charities. They back up their talk with action. If you haven't seen their Speak Truth short film on this topic, it's a must-watch, and you can currently find it on the Egard website, despite YouTube trying to restrict your ability to view it. Remember... To apply this podcast's unique promo code, G-O-R-K-A, to your police watch order so you can save over $30 at checkout. Visit EGARDwatches.com to make your order. It's time we support companies that stand up for what we believe in, and Egard is a company I am proud to recommend. Despair is un-American. It's time to rebuild the right. Here is your host, Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Well, is it time to panic? Let me just tell you, folks, it's never going to be time to panic. Because we're never going to give up. We're not going to give up on America. I'm not. I don't think most of you are either. America's worth it. America is worth fighting for. America's worth not giving up. That is the latest button on my instant replay box, and I want to use it every week more than once. The most important message for me 
from Rush Limbaugh, who we lost a month ago today. You never give up. You never despair. It's un-American. Great news. The industry is a buzz. You can't replace Rush. But Dan Bongino is signing a deal for that slot. So God bless you, Dan Bongino. Well done. And likewise, to everybody who's asking me, it's okay. John Batchelor hasn't gone anywhere, okay? I'll be on his show tonight. He sound, he's signed with a new distributor, so relax. Look for the local carrier. We love John Batchelor, another doyen of the radio world like Mike Gallagher, my colleague and our newest member to the Salem faculty, Charlie Kirk, with us. Um, would you just react to that? that you know, we're, we're a month after the loss of, of Rush. It really is, Mike. It's just, I, I, I don't care if you get pissed. It's un-American to give up. I get, I get, uh, I have a handful of moments in my life that I'll, ne- I'll, I'll be able to remember forever. One was getting the, the morning show at WABC and, and working down the hall from Rush and getting to know him and how kind and gracious he was to me and how welcoming he was to me. Uh, and, of course, anybody who knows him uh, knows, you know, how different he, he, he was in person. In private, from right. His, oh, it's so a whole modest. different. Oh, quiet, shy, you know, and, and just uh, unassuming, nothing like his on-air uh, performance. But, you know, his words, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of that, that kind of messaging that you just played. And for, for millions of Americans all, and people all over the world, uh, we're, we're, they're going to hold those words in their hearts as we do. And all of us now with the platform have, I believe, an obligation to uh, to carry the torch, you know, to, well, to take the baton and run with it. Well, you know, he's a different generation. He's the newest member of the stable. Uh, Charlie, you've been a podcast monster crushing it. But what about the role? Talk to us about, as, as a new radio star, the significance of radio for the conservative movement. Yeah, it's it's a phenomenal medium. I've been enjoyed learning it the last couple of months, and both of you guys have been have been awesome to welcome me to the Salem faculty. Uh, it's a it's a lot of work every single day, but it's 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 been great. Uh, yeah, Rush was also a friend. I met Rush uh, four or five years ago in Palm Beach. Uh, had a chance to get to know him through a mutual friend Byron Thomas. I saw Mike Gallagher ten minutes before I heard the news uh, that Rush passed away. I happened to be in um, Mike's Tampa. St- uh, station yeah. in Tampa, and you just came in and said hi, and then the news broke uh, when his wife Catherine went on the air. Uh, but Rush was amazing. He spoke at multiple of our events. Uh, we spent a lot of quality time together. He was larger than life and just so humble and so dedicated to the cause, very generous in more ways than one, helped me out personally a lot, helped Turning Point out a lot. Uh, in ways that uh, were really, really significant. And so uh, Rush, you know, there's no, there'll never be anyone quite like him. He invented the medium uh, 30 plus years as being the clearest voice in the conservative movement. Um, And now it's really up to us to to learn uh, from him and the impact that he, that he left for us. And without him, I think the country would have been lost far earlier. I think that the left would have took over major institutions if it wasn't for us I truly well th- before him. I truly think without Rush, there's no Tea Party. Without Rush, there's no MAGA movement. Yeah. Um, tell us from the inside, I, you know, I can share stories, but but, but you're, you're, you're the past master here. Mike, radio isn't going anywhere, especially mm-hmm. after the last year in COVID, correct? It's exploding. I mean, it's, uh, you know, we're, we're as relevant as we've ever been. 
Uh, Rush always joked about, well, listen, if we were so crazy influential, we wouldn't have had, you know, Bill Clinton. We wouldn't have. But we are right now, of course, the loyal opposition. And, yeah, I think as relevant as ever uh, because of and there. Incidentally, there are no Tea Party. No, no. There's no talk radio without Rush Limbaugh. I mean, AM radio was dying. Yeah. Uh, and he he saved it and uh, vital, revitalized it. And uh, and now millions and millions of people uh, are on the same page. God bless Rush. God bless Catherine. Mm -hmm. uh, 30 seconds quickly, Charlie. No, in the era of digital uncertainty, I think radio is going to have a total resurgence and a renaissance because uh, everyone has a radio in their car. And with all the technology censorship, I think radio is going to make an even bigger comeback uh, than it already is. It's already making. He's always got the great catchphrase. Now it's digital uncertainty. Copyright Charlie Kirk, Turning Point USA, tpusa.com. Join today, support them, follow him. Charlie Kirk 11, Mike Gallagher at Radio Talker. Mike, I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is Rebuilding the Right. Don't touch that dial. I'm broadcasting live from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor, 100% drug-free pain relief that actually works and is liberating tens of thousands of Americans from their daily pain, including Leah from Ohio. One Sunday morning, I sat on my couch in so much pain, I was in tears. That's the day I ordered Relief Factor. Following directions in eight days, I found relief only to get better and better. I'm a believer, 100%. That could be you. And find out so easily by just going to relieffactor.com and ordering the three-week quick starter pack. Call 800-500-8384. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening just like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Leah, and thousands of your fellow Americans. Don't wait any longer. You deserve to know. 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Total control of the White House, Senate, and the House. Where do we go from here? Rebuilding the right. It, it, it's truly shocking. If you have a soul, if you have a heart, and you look at the latest figures, 565 children arriving on our border every day without their parents. It, it's just it's just wrong. What can we do as long as Biden's in the White House and he's handcuffed our CBP and ICE officers? Well, there is, some, there is something you can do. If you're a Christian, if you believe in helping those less fortunate than yourselves, especially children who should suffer nowhere, will you please support the incredible people at Food for the Poor? Just listen to the Vice President, Angel Aloma. It's very painful for them to leave their country, but when your child is starving, they feel pressured to do something for their children to survive. We have always depended on the listeners um, because they have never disappointed us in giving donations towards this because this is not only helping them to survive, it's helping them also to stay happily in their own countries. We can help those people stay there by getting the food to them that Food for the Poor already has donated to them. Please 
Save a life today. Go to SebGorka.com. Click on the Food for the Poor banner. Make a donation in any amount. But the, the figures are staggering. $37 once. A donation once of $37 will feed a hungry child for six months. $111 once will feed three children for six months. Make a difference. Be, be an angel of mercy. You can call them on 855-330-HOPE. That's 855-330-4673. Or just go to the website, sebgorka.com, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorka.com. And right at the top, the Food for the Poor banner. We are back with my good buddies, Salem faculty members. Bill Bennett called us the best faculty in talk radio. Uh, Mike Gallagher, who has the 9 to 12 shift, and our friend, founder, president of one of the most important organizations out there, Turning Point USA, Charlie Kirk, tpusa.com. I'm struggling right now, and I want to ask you guys to help me, because as the child of refugees, my parents were refugees, real refugees. As my father escaped from a commun- a political prison. How does, how does a Democrat, how does Biden, how does the Mallorcas justify the suffering that they are causing, not just to the Americans who are going to lose their jobs because of the illegal aliens, but the children, the women being trafficked, being raped? Charlie, you're on the front line in the colleges, the high schools. You've been, you know, boycotted, demonstrated. Have you heard any liberal explain to you why it's good to have these people abused and trafficked? No, and I, that would require a, a logical um, kind of approach to public policy. It's completely pathological, sociopathic, and emotional. And that's one of the main reasons why this is an issue. But look, they don't care about the human cost. First of all, it doesn't get covered in the activist press. So 70% of the country doesn't even know that's happening. But again, Illegal immigration is something that they want more of. They know that they can make the country in their image when that happens. And by the image, I mean a left-wing, collectivist, more socialist image. And uh, look, there's one of the reasons why Donald Trump focused on immigration so much. And uh, if Biden were to call this a crisis, well, then that would necessitate bringing in a solution to that crisis, or at least the apparent solution to the crisis. And Donald Trump had this working perfectly. And uh, look, I remember... Back in the summer of 2018, I went home to Chicago for a couple of days to visit my parents on the great radio station AM560 that I know we're all on. And I remember hearing that there were protests happening around the children in cages thing. So I went down and I saw thousands of upper middle class suburbanites with signs protesting Donald Trump for having children in cages. And I did some videos and they were angry and they're now completely silent. And so any sort of virtue signaling... I'm better than you are narrative that existed has just it's we already knew it wasn't genuine. But how silent the left has been, has just been stunning. I I think I can. You know, I wrote a book uh, a few years ago called 50 Things Liberals Love to Hate. And I always like trying to put myself in the shoes of somebody on the left to try to understand their their mindset. I think what they'll tell you is that all this misery and suffering and this surge is collateral damage that is a result of an open borders policy. They don't believe in, in, in border security. They believe, they truly do believe in open borders. They're afraid to come out and say it. But if you believe in open borders, then, you know, hey, it, it, the suffering is, is too bad. But that's the price that must be paid to a country that should throw its borders wide open. But, but the, these are the people who say they represent the underdog. They're the feminists. They represent the minorities or fight for them. Between a third and two-thirds of these women are sexually abused or raped. 
And that's that's okay because the open border justifies it, really. Uh, I mean, you have the connections. You're a former New Yorker. You've worked on Broadway. Do people actually say that kind of insane thing, Mike? No, it's denial. I don't think they want to admit that the suffering. That's why Biden won't call it a crisis. That's why Jen Psaki denies that it's a crisis. Uh, That's why she confirmed today he has no plans to visit. It's outrageous. He should be there. Uh, we've got a real problem on our hands, but it's denial. And no, I don't. I don't think they acknowledge that it's as, that it's as bad. I don't know that it's nefarious. Uh, listen, there are people of all stripes on all all sides. I just think that they're in in real pitiful denial over how bad this problem really is. Have you find Have you found any argument, Charlie, that for, to convince liberals? I know you wanted to jump in, so whatever you want to talk about. No, it's an, just a super quick point, yeah. which is Biden won't visit the border because he doesn't believe a border exists. <laughs> right. If you believe that there are two separate countries and it's not a free flow between them, then then you what is a border, right? right. A border is a distinction. It's a line of sovereignty. So what is he going to border? He's like, I would visit somewhere in between Texas and Guadalajara. That's basically how they process it. To them, it's just some sort of arbitrary line that colonialists drew to try to reinforce some white supremacist construct. How do I know that? Because I've had leftists scream that in my face on college campuses the last five years. Let's for, for those of you who think Charlie's just generating something out of whole cloth, we have the transcript. We know the speech that Hillary Clinton gave to that closed room of bankers where she said her dream, her dream, future presidential candidate, is to have a borderless hemisphere. No borders from the tip of Canada all the way down to the bottom of our hemisphere. And if there are no borders, there's no America. I'm Sebastian Gorka, former strategist of President Trump. This is Rebuilding the Right on America First on the Salem Radio Network with my good friends Charlie Kirk, founder and president of Turning Point USA, and Mike Gallagher. Follow them at charliekirk11 on Twitter and Radio Talker Mike. It's tough times. But we are happy warriors, and we have to be as fit as a fiddle on this St. Patrick's Day and beyond. How do you do that? You look after yourself, you exercise, and you eat healthily. But do we always? Do we always? You know me, guys. I'm a meditarian, and I have a little, you know, weakness for chocolate as well. But how do I make sure that I get all the healthy nutrients I need thanks to Dr. Douglas Howard. Every single day before the show, I take six little capsules of Balance of Nature, three red for fruit, three green for vegetables that provide me incredibly with 10 servings of 31 different fruits and vegetables, all the things your mom wanted you to eat, but maybe you don't get around to it because... Well, kale is just evil. Be the healthiest you you can be. It's health in your hand. And right now, Dr. Howard is going to give you 35% off and free shipping on order. Call 800-246-8751 or balanceofnature.com with the massive promo code G-O-R-K-A. That's 800-246-8751. Balanceofnature.com. Code Gorka. Portions of America First are brought to you by Food for the Poor. I'm not making any comparisons, just so you understand, but that hour was very easy. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Charlie. Uh, One question left. We rehearsed. I never rehearsed, but it's such a short closing segment. The GLP is in trouble. Not quite MAGA yet. They haven't read Charlie's book, The MAGA Doctrine. 
See how I did that? What is the first thing that has to be done to make it more America first? Let's start with you, Mike. You must be engaged in a way you never have before. You need to, to, to subscribe to Charlie's podcast. You've got to follow Seb Gorka. Subscribe to his podcast. You've got to listen to the Mike Gallagher show. You've got, to, you've got to volunteer for the local Republican Party. You've got to be engaged, and you've got to promise to step it up in a way you never have before. There's more of us than there are of them, and we can win this battle. Just from Raheem Kassam, who was on the show last week, 50, 50% of all GOP precinct positions are empty. Yep. Charlie. Uh, more for the people running for office, uh, Congress and Senate. Stop taking PAC and corporate money. Follow Matt Gates's lead. Uh, we need people to be funded by people, uh, not big corporations that are been taken over by the woke industrial complex that have a completely different worldview. Uh, I know it's tough at times to raise money from human beings, not from corporate lobbyists or this big amorphous, you know, kind of slush fund. It, all of a sudden, you'll see completely different policy debates happen when the flow of capital no longer comes from corporate America and it comes from middle America. No more money from slush funds. Last question. Your, your direct message to those who are still despairing, who didn't hear that cut from Rush, what is your advice to them? Let's go reverse. First, you, Charlie. Yeah, look, uh, perseverance and courage is going from one loss to the other without losing enthusiasm, as Winston Churchill said. Uh, Dennis Prager famously said, being, being happy is a choice. No one wants to be around someone who's sulky and depressed. You have to make a conscious decision that would be a cheerful warrior, continue to move forward. The left is going to screw it up. It's a law of nature, just like the law of decay. Everything they touch goes to absolute brittle, and it gets ob obliterated. We will have another chance to govern again. Let's make sure we have something strong and sturdy when we get another chance. There's no way we could do it now without Dennis being quoted, the great Dennis Prager. Mike, your message to those who are just saying, it's over, it's done, America's finished. Trump doesn't give up. Rush <laughs> wouldn't have given up. Don't give up. You know, we, carry Limbaugh in your heart. Uh, carry President Trump's message in your heart and understand that we got to keep fighting. In many ways, the fight is just beginning. You, it's what we teach our kids from a young age. When you get knocked off the horse, you, you dust yourself off and you get back up on that horse again. Americans do that. We're resilient. We're winners. And we're, we're going to continue to fight. There, there you go. That's how Mike Gallagher just demonstrated in real time, gave us empirical proof of why he's the master. We have the title for this hour when we post it, Carry Rush Limbaugh in Your Heart. Nothing more needs to be said, except follow these gentlemen at Radio Talker Mike and Charlie Kirk 11. Support and join Turning Point USA at tpusa.com. Never give up, never give in. Because we are Americans.